what now? I can't believe I haven't told you about my first email address. I can't believe you haven't either. It was Kiana underscore lip underscore gloss underscore is underscore poppin at yahoo.com. Oh my god! (laughs) I might still be able to go through that whole song, and I haven't heard it in a pretty long time. Oh no! The only part that I ever remember about it is, it's poppin, it's poppin, it's poppin. You would... I don't want to try <laughs> with recorded evidence. I mean, you just killed the bridge. Well. Do we have to take Yeah. <laughs> I want no recorded evidence of me attempting the Lil Mama lip gloss on. Oh my god! Even though it is a, it is like a vital part of me. I am... I'm blown away, quite frankly. Yeah. Mine was boring. It was... Sassy underscore Cassie, <laughs> which is still good with an I. So Ooh. not original. Hey, sassy. <laughs> Everybody's first email address. I mean, yeah. one of my friends I had an email address that was sour but sweet girl. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> why was everybody? Why was everybody's first email mm-hmm. just the longest, like full sentence? At yahoo.com. <laughs> well, it's because the first first email address, we were probably all children. That Oh, that's true. <laughs> so we didn't understand. We didn't have the forethought to realize, oh, Kiana, every time you write down your email address, it is Kiana underscore yeah. <laughs> underscore gloss underscore it's underscore poppin at yahoo.com. That's a, that's a mouthful. That's a lot of characters. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, I was going to tell you something. So, you know, the other day when we were supposed to record, mm-hmm. but you were on your deathbed practically. Yeah. <laughs> and I panicked and I was like, oh my God, we have to take Hannah to the hospital. <laughs> I'm okay. I, 10 minutes later, mm-hmm. I was like, hey, love, can you help me for a second? She was like, what's your problem? I was like, I glued my fingers together. <laughs> I glued my left thumb to my right pointer finger mm-hmm. and proceeded to walk around like this and just be like, hold on, let me open the door. I was like, do I need to go to the hospital for this too? I will just swing by and grab Keeks on the way. Make it one carpool there. <laughs> Luckily, you see that can right there? Oh. Acetone. I was like, Lerf, can, you, can you fix me up here? <laughs> and then we just spent 10 minutes prying my fingers apart. What kind of glue was that? It was super glue. <laughs> it's like a heavy duty super glue. I'm glad to see you're free. <laughs> I'm free. It worked. You're feeling much better. I sure am. We're drinking. Mm-hmm. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> I almost had Topo Chico come out my nose. Uh, Cassie was the only one who drank there. That's true. I just cheers to me and myself. Mm-hmm. And oh, you deserve it. Thank you. You want to know why? <laughs> why? Because we're starting this podcast. That's right. This is That Broad's Got Moxie. It's- Welcome, everyone. Welcome, everybody. My name is Kiana. I'm Cassie. Deanny is... That sounded weird. Danny's here, just very fully 
Lounging. Lounging. Mm-hmm. Blanket, pillows, the whole kit and caboodle. She's going to fall asleep. I guarantee she's going to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> she's a cheap date. She had one double chico. She might be done in like 20 minutes. Now that you said that, though. Spite. <laughs> we'll carry her. That's true. It lives strong in that one. <sighs> All right. Okay. This is the last episode of technically of spooky season. Mm-hmm. Spooky Halloween. So that means Halloween is in just a couple of days. I hope everybody's Ooh. ready for it. I haven't thought about my costume yet. What are you? Oh, God, there's too many options. I really don't know. I also still don't have a read on my office. If anybody's going to dress up, mm-hmm. I got to ask around. I have, yeah, nobody at my office at the lab will dress up, probably. Mm-hmm. But I kind of want to just show up, like, top to, top to toes, just <laughs> fully in costume and just be like, what, what's up, guys? Thursday? No? Nobody's into this? <laughs> oh, it's on Thursday this year? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Oh. Halloween is on Sunday, but... I only work Monday through Thursday. Oh, so, so you're showing our Thursday. little okay. Halloween shindig will be on Thursday. Okay, tomorrow, <laughs> as it were. <laughs> so, hopefully, that means that I will have some pictures to post of me in some kind of ensemble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'll figure it out. Oh, well, yeah. Do we know who's going first today? No, I was literally just going to ask you that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have my phone to. Check. Okay, me. I go first. Hey. All right, everyone. Cassie's going first for this final episode of Spooky Season. Spooky Season. And look, I really went all in on this. And I was like, who should I do? And so instead, I just decided to really do my own thing. So I made Cassie's top ten leading ladies of horror. Oh! <laughs> okay, interesting. Okay. So, here we go. Coming in at number ten. We've... Oh, are these in order? Yes. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, that's a, it's a it's a countdown. Oh, mm-hmm. thought. Yes. Thought has been put in. Oh, <laughs> so much. <laughs> I wrote this and I was like, man, I'm good. <laughs> Should I try to send this to somebody? <laughs> right? Okay. Number 10. Mm-hmm. We have Rose Armitage from Get Out. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Rose found herself on this list because... Even though she's an unassuming, affluent white woman, she is messed up. (laughs) (laughs) She starts out as this naive, sweet young woman who seemingly, seemingly, thank you, Mm -hmm. sweet young woman who just wants her family to like her boyfriend and and vice versa, Mm -hmm. right? However, spoiler alert, she turns into a super racist, super creep. (laughs) Super creep. Super, super creep. She's super creepy. Ow. <laughs> Just give him the keys, Rose. <laughs> Instead, Rose and her family trap Chris, mm-hmm. tie him up in a basement, mm-hmm. um, and plan to use his body as a vessel for an old rich white man. <laughs> so just, what the hell? <laughs> for all of the very, like, oh, oh, no, oh, girl. Mm-hmm. She's very scary. Yeah. Also, this isn't necessarily just all scary, Mm because there are a couple characters who I just threw in because I love them a lot. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So, number nine, we've got Margaret White from Carrie. Mm. Number nine goes to another crazy white woman. (laughs) (laughs) 
while Carrie is a film about Carrie White, Mm -hmm. a shy teenage girl who finds herself with some serious telekinetic powers and ends up making prom night lit, literally. (laughs) (laughs) The scariest character in the film is Carrie's mother. So Margaret is an ultra-religious, abusive zealot who preaches the sin of women and attempts to murder her own daughter. Casual. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. She is just... Oof. She's a lot. She's very scary. Yeah. I've never been afraid of Carrie. I just always wanted to be like, why can't someone just be nice to her? Yeah. For fuck's sake, what's wrong with all you people? But her mom, big yikes. Big yikes on that one. Number eight is Annie Wilkes from Misery. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Coming through with the batty broads. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Annie Wilkes seems like a lovely woman. Mm -hmm. She's kind, generous, helpful, just downright pleasant. Until she's not. (laughs) Annie is bananas and not in a fun, whimsical kind of way. Annie basically kidnaps Paul Sheldon, her absolute favorite author, mm-hmm. and nurses him back to health after a car accident, right? But when she finds out that the old lying dirty birdie <laughs> has killed off her beloved character, Misery, mm-hmm. things get very scary and very uncomfortable and very like, oh my God, Paul, get out of there! <laughs> The real Annie comes out in a vicious scene that involves ankles and a sledgehammer. Yes. Famously. (laughs) Famously. Brutal. Brutal scene. (laughs) Yeah. And that's just the beginning of seeing her lose her fucking marbles and just trying to destroy him. Yeah, but we love Kathy Bates. (laughs) Oh, do we love her? (laughs) Ah. God, she's ah, queen. So, three ladies down, and so far, we've got a religious nut, a white supremacist, and a wolf in sheep's clothing. (laughs) Oh, so we're just in America. (laughs) Exactly. I literally... I literally... Sorry. (laughs) I literally wrote, it sounds like the insurrection from January. (laughs) I wrote that. Only after I I was doing my homework in the bedroom Mm -hmm. and yelled to Danny in the living room and goes, Larv, Larv, I need you to tell me if this joke works. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, yeah, seems relevant. (laughs) And I stole it right out of your mouth. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Because we're the same person. I just, we need to accept it. (laughs) Accept. Citrus divides us. Because I'm a fan of citrus. Cassie is not. I like citrus. I just don't like citrus candies or dreamsicles. Creamsicle. Cream, or I whatever. mean dreamsicle, creamsicle, yeah. Feel free to email us at thatbroadscottmoxie.com and tell Cassie... <laughs> thatbroadscottmoxie at gmail.com and tell Cassie that she's wrong. And you can also email uh, Kiana underscore lip gloss <laughs> underscore B <laughs> underscore poppin at Yahoo and tell her to suck it. <laughs> I do not have access to that email anymore. <laughs> you will not get a response. <laughs> uh, here we go. Number seven, Samara Morgan from The oh. Rain. I don't think I need to do too much explaining <laughs> here with this particular character and why she sends shivers through me and most people, I think. Mm-hmm. 
She's a pale little girl with long, wet black hair that hangs in front of her face. Mm -hmm. Demons? I think so. (laughs) So, Samara is the evil, vengeful spirit of a child that was thrown into a well and was left there to drown. Great. This is how bad things happen. Yeah. So, in all of her evilness, right, somehow a video... Mm-hmm. was created that if you watch it you die seven days later mm-hmm. and then she all caps crawls out of your tv and literally scares you to death yes loving her <laughs> <laughs> can i have some fun one absolutely fu- one fun fact and one fun anecdote tell me the little girl who plays samara is the voice of lilo in lilo and stitch are you shitting me same year that they were filming the ring too oh my god <laughs> Talk about range right no there. No kidding. <laughs> Second of all, speaking of little pale children with long dark hair, growing up, I was compared to her a lot. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and I took it to my advantage because I'm an intense person. <laughs> and so I would scare my sisters. I would. <laughs> oh my God. That and the grudge. Around yep. the same time yep. period, around the same, they kind of <clears throat> pale, mm-hmm. dark hair. So I would be crawling down those steps, hair in front of my leg. Oh my, that is some big Aries energy if I've ever heard of it. Yeah. Oh. Nobody can be comfortable around me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I scared Danny with a paper skeleton the other day. You would kill her. <laughs> I don't have dark hair anymore. But yes, I could. That's true. i've always like since i was a young child my dream was to somehow have a hollowed out television that i could crawl through (laughs) my i want to make this a reality for you i need it it might be a little different now because you're full person yeah i'm not a child anymore (laughs) but i still think we can make this work i can throw on a wig yes crawl around oh yes God, <laughs> I've watched that movie a total of two times in my life, scarred emotionally. Oh my See, and I watched that movie far too young. I Identi- <laughs> identified with the wrong character. <laughs> and that's why representation matters, because I had nothing else. <laughs> I, if I would have saw a little Islander girl, I would have been identifying with her, but no, I'm Samara. <laughs> And she's also the voice of Lilo. Come on. Exactly. We all have our heroes. (laughs) Love that. Number six is a queen, literally. She's the queen alien from Alien. Oh, yes. Much like the queen bee, the queen xenomorph from Aliens is the lady in charge of laying all those eggs with the the face huggers Mm -hmm. on them. Face suckers. Yes. (laughs) This movie, I saw far too early and then went, oh my god, <laughs> what is wrong with me? There's a thing, there's a chest, yeah. did a number on me. Mervyn, you need not be sharing that information <laughs> on the air. <laughs> People are going to find out her weaknesses. You can't say that. Thank you. No, leave it in. <laughs> Cassie's afraid of E.T. <laughs> I'll say it closer to the mic. The shade. And I'll whisper yes. it, too. All right. Cassie is afraid of E.T. 
all right, fine. I admit it. I do not like that flesh-colored little prune with the glowing <laughs> finger. I don't like him. I think he's freaky. <laughs> Queen Xenomorph, fucking badass as shit. Fair enough. All right. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, <laughs> I'm looking at you, wife, and cakes. <laughs> Both of you. I'm taking my flowers back. <laughs> physical comedy i'm not gonna explain myself it was it was good okay so anyway so again queen xenomorph but also ellen ripley Mm -hmm. hero among gods played by queen sigourney weaver Mm -hmm. finds herself back in space after the entire crew of the nostromo was decimated by super scary aliens that's what happened in alien Mm-hmm. Aliens, the sequel. Mm-hmm. Ripley rescues a girl named Newt, the sole survivor of a deadly xenomorph attack. Ripley and her team stumble into a hot, wet cavern, mm-hmm. and I put LOL. <laughs> <laughs> nice, mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> Filled with pulsating eggs, also hilarious. <laughs> and uh, Queen Z arrives to protect her children and a race to escape the colony ensues Mm -hmm. very good movie highly recommend side note alien resurrection comes after aliens 3 which is a hot turd (laughs) (laughs) alien resurrection is set further into the future Mm -hmm. and so it's later in the franchise so instead of being made in the 70s and 80s it was made in like 2005 maybe early 2000s and so a clone of ripley has been created using ellen ripley's dna and it's been spliced with that of the queen xenomorph Yes. Interesting. And chaos ensues on yet another spaceship, because of course it does. But it's (laughs) super cool. And Sigourney Weaver, again, amazing. All the time. Yeah. All right. So, we've got 10 through 6 done. Number 5. Halfway. Jennifer Check from Jennifer's Body. Oh. Hell yeah! (laughs) So, just, I mean, all around amazing character. Diablo Cody knocked it out of the park with this movie. She sure fucking did. Oh, so good. So good. So Jennifer Check. She's hot. She's popular. She's funny. Basically, everyone loves Jennifer. Mm-hmm. However, when she's kidnapped by a shitty emo band and they mistake her for a virgin, mm-hmm. their sacrifice to the devil goes awry. <laughs> so... Bada bing, bada boom. Oops, we have a succubus on our hands. <laughs> sure do. <laughs> and Jennifer starts to eat boys from her high school. Yeah, why not? I don't see a problem with it, honestly. I think she's great. <laughs> so she's glowy and beautiful and happy when she's fed. But much like Danny, when she's hungry, you better fucking watch out. <laughs> <laughs> she goes from two to eight on the hunger meter mm-hmm. very quickly. as far as i know Mm -hmm. danny doesn't eat boys all right where are we she eats boys she eats boys and just generally again 
just such a weirdly identified with Jennifer at some points. Mm-hmm. But it's such an icon. Good, it's such a good movie. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen the movie, go ahead and go watch it. Please do. Yeah. Highly recommend. There is also a really good interview where Diablo Cody is interviewing Megan Fox. Mm-hmm. And they talk about how... Because the movie was not received well. It wasn't. And People it, did not like it. And I was like, yes! <laughs> well, it was... Uh, they talk about it in their interview uh-huh. because it was a big deal because they were both basically unable to work after it. Uh-huh. But the marketing crew was like, oh, it's got Megan Fox and she's hot. So let's market it to boys. And yeah. Because there's a, the kiss between Amanda uh-huh. Seyfried and, and they're like, let's put that in the trailer and get all the guys in for this. Some girl on girl action. And then it's like not... F- for them no <laughs> it's not no. for teenage boys this, it's it like, sure hell isn't it's such a good movie yeah it's a feminist horror movie yeah in a nutshell highly recommend watching it and then watching the interview afterwards absolutely and it has such quotable lines of like where's it at monistat <laughs> and, uh, oh jennifer's just has some really or just the bit where she's burning her tongue uh-huh. and then goes i am a god <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, she's so good. Amazing. Okay. Number four, The Blair Witch. Oh, mm-hmm. good one. So, this one legitimately scared the hell out of me. <laughs> the Blair Witch, for all intents and purposes, is strictly in our collective imagination, mm-hmm. right? But the lore that was created for this character is terrifying so the story goes the Blair Witch was a woman named Ellie Kedward who was sentenced to death by exposure for supposedly practicing witchcraft now this vengeful spirit of Ellie possesses lost hikers to do terrible things and seeks out her next victims in the woods near her home (laughs) so first of all the marketing around it Mm. had everyone convinced this was legit yeah found footage and when i watched this movie when i was 11 <laughs> note self too young mm-hmm. terrified for weeks after was very super spooky yeah everything in my brain with the noises mm-hmm. and the imagery in the film i was like oh my she's the most terrifying thing i've ever seen very spooky side note like i said i thought this was all it came out in 1999 Mm -hmm. when i was in sixth grade (laughs) (laughs) so uh number and it was like the first found footage one right yeah yeah it has been attempted to be recreated and i've made some honorable mentions at the end of my list oh cool so but nobody did it quite as fucking spot on yeah so number three is akasha from Queen of the Damned. Okay. Akasha, played by the stunning Aaliyah, rip, is the queen of the vampires and essentially like the most ancient and first of her kind. When Lestat, a broody rock star vampire, ugh, I roll, (laughs) gets too power hungry, he awakens her and then just bloodbath ensues after hundreds of years of slumber she is thirsty (laughs) yeah (laughs) and she's got to get some of that vitamin d and not the kind you get from the sun oh oh (laughs) 
<laughs> Danny's eyes just got real big. She got it, dude. Oh. <laughs> and Aaliyah as Akasha, her makeup mm. and her like uh, big fangs mm-hmm. and her costuming. Ugh. She's terrifying <laughs> and just sexy and just to die for. Yeah. Honestly, just be still my spooky gay heart. Like, <laughs> I just, I just can't. She's incredible. Yeah. All right. So the last two, I had a hard time deciding what order to put them in mm-hmm. because they're both very, very scary, mm-hmm. but you'll understand why. Okay. Okay. Number two is Valak from The Conjuring. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Oh, indeed. (laughs) Valak is legitimately terrifying. (laughs) Remember earlier when we were like, oh, gosh, sometimes things that have religious undertones in the Mm storyline are extra scary. Yeah. Just feels a little too real. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, oh, that's an ancient evil. Yeah. I don't want to mess with any of that. So. Valak is technically a demon wearing a nun costume. She appears to Ed Warren in a nightmare. And of course, (laughs) I don't know why, but he decides to sort through his feelings about it by painting a scary ass life size portrait of her and then hangs it on the wall in his study. Now, now, why would you go and do Danny that? Danny and I had a conversation <laughs> about this earlier. I was like, if I had a nightmare about something, I would want to just put that memory far, far away. <laughs> I wouldn't want a life-size painting of anybody. Anybody! <laughs> because every time I'd look up, I'd be like, huh, a person! <gasps> oh, no, it's just... There's a mannequin in the corner that used to terrify me every time I walked into this room or past the room. That's why she's in the corner now. Now, imagine that's a creepy nun. No! I will not. (laughs) So scary. It's so scary. So I just, I can't even wrap my brain around it. Like, why would you be like, oh my God, that was so scary. I have to commemorate this. (laughs) (laughs) I must paint a portrait. (laughs) I want to look and be reminded of this terrifying creature every time. No, no, Mm ma'am. Then, so it turns out that she's this demon who's terrifying the Hodgson family mm-hmm. in The Conjuring 2. And in the movie, there's a scene, the lights go out, there's a portrait on this wall, there's a shadow, and then suddenly, Valak is just coming at your face. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, it is. I might have actually shrieked <laughs> watching this movie in the theater because I was so scared. <laughs> Which I'm honestly not that hard to do. I'm a very <laughs> jumpy person, but I was petrified. Mm-hmm. So, also, <laughs> I went to see The Nun, mm-hmm. also heavily features Valak, <laughs> in the theater with a friend. <laughs> it was late at night. He's a dad, and he almost spilled hot coffee all over himself <laughs> just watching the previews for The Nun. So, (laughs) note to self, very scary. All right. So, we've made it to number one. Mm -hmm. Just barely. I'm very on edge. (laughs) I've also had three Topo Chicos, so I'm a little like, ooh. (laughs) To clarify, 
They are alcoholic. They, they are. She goes. They are she's hard. Not just, she's not just high on seltzer water. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's that all. Is, those minerals have really got you. <laughs> really got me going. Okay, so. Even though I may not sleep tonight very well, at least. Actually, the Topo Chicos will probably help. <laughs> Out like a light. Yep. <laughs> so, number one. Or Topsy and Bopsy. Two through ten are all movies. Mm-hmm. Topsy and Bopsy are characters from the TV show Lovecraft Country. That was on HBO. Oh. Some Cthulhu mess. Okay, so this one needs a little explaining. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't seen the show, first of all, go watch it. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, so good. So, I need to okay. finish that. What? I need to finish it. You do. Because if you haven't reached this part, it'll make you shit your pants. Is it in the first two episodes? Nope. Well then, all right. the shit remains inside of me and not in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> good to know. <laughs> Oh, man. You know, for someone who doesn't like to talk about their poop. Hey, hey, don't bring that up. I'm very private about my butthole. (laughs) The farthest we'll go. (laughs) Okay. All right. So I'm going to set the scene a little bit. So in the show, Lovecraft Country, it's 1955 in Chicago. And Diana who is one of the characters that we follow. She is a fierce young black girl who has just run away from the funeral of her friend Emmett Till. Mm. So it's very sad. And she's, there's a whole mass of people and she's like, I I gotta get out of here. So she runs away from that. She ends up bumping into a white police officer who is the bad guy. And he curses her. Like, legitimately curses her. It's part of the show. Mm -hmm. So, enter the ghouls. Topsy and Bopsy are horrific. I literally watched this episode and had a nightmare that night that, like, shook me to my core. Well, (laughs) it's very scary. They're an exaggerated form of a pickaninny. Okay. Quote, quote. Right? So, a pickaninny... Side note, is a caricature mm-hmm. of a black child mm-hmm. originally depicted in Uncle Tom's cabin. Described as having like big shining eyes, braids sticking out in every direction, dressed in rags, described as an imp of darkness, oh. which is super fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So, as a, a terrifying, horrific exaggeration of this. Mm-hmm. They have really, like, extra, super wide, smiling mouths Mm -hmm. that are filled with, like, scary, jagged teeth. They have glowing eyes, and their movements are, quote, rhythmic, but punctuated and animalistic. So it's very, like, (laughs) and there's, like, crawling also kind of looks like dancing mm-hmm. and it's very jerky all of those things i'm getting i'm getting goosebumps right now just thinking of it because it's how much it scared me and i'm just laughing thinking they're i'm gonna pop and pop it and lock it in oh. the name of like a lion <laughs> like 
The lip gloss is popping. The lip gloss is cool. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to circle back to that, but here we are. Hey, lip gloss is always popping. <laughs> so, yeah, they come out. They're trying to hunt and kill Diana, and they're very scary. And every time she sees them, nobody else can see them. Just her. Those are the worst. They're the worst. Those are the worst. (laughs) Oh, so I literally have goosebumps. I gotta... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyway, very scary. Topsy and Bopsy, fucking terrifying. All right. I do have some real quick honorable mentions Mm -hmm. just because I like them. And quite frankly, I just think everybody else should as well. Okay. So, Red, who is Addie's double from us oh mm-hmm. because lupita nyong'o is chilling <laughs> and so scary annabelle because dolls are terrifying mm-hmm. <laughs> tiffany from the bride of chucky because <laughs> dolls are terrifying because dolls are terrifying and also because jennifer tilly as a goth blonde doll who swears and smokes cigarettes need i say more <laughs> katie Honorable mention from Paranormal Activity. Is that the main woman? That's the main woman from Paranormal Activity. The one who's being haunted by the very scary invisible demon in the ceiling. Mm -hmm. Paranormal Activity being the second of what I think are the best overall, best marketed, very convincing kind of found footage videos. Mm Mm-hmm. The other paranormal activities after that are garbage, but the f- <laughs> that first one, the first one, whew, gotcha, scary stuff, because she has to put up with a shitty boyfriend, and <laughs> <laughs> eventually murders him after being possessed by the demon in the crawlspace. So she a villain or a hero? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. She specifically told Micah not to bring a fucking Ouija board into the house, and then he did and fucks around with it, and then. We've said it on this podcast before. Don't fuck with Ouija boards. Don't fuck with a Ouija board. Just don't. It doesn't matter what your beliefs are. <laughs> Just don't bring that shit into the house. Exactly. It's bringing bad vibes and we don't want any of that. You don't want any of that. And why would you spend your money on a Ouija board when you can get something better like ice cream? Exactly. Or cheese. Okay. Or another <laughs> board game. <laughs> exactly. An actual fun one that won't conjure demons. Just a thought. Oh, last one. Sill. From Species. That's a deep cut. I feel like Species is not like a super well-known movie. It's a sci-fi horror movie. I don't think I've heard of it. Uh, Natasha Henstridge. Mm-mm. She was real big in the 90s. She's a gorgeous blonde actress. Uh, but she plays a scary alien hmm. that feeds on, you know, white cishet men. And I'm down with that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all. <laughs> So, I used, surprisingly, but also probably not surprising, most of the information is just from up here in my brain, because that's just where things live. You saw the primary sources for these movies. Exactly. (laughs) However, I did read a couple of good articles. The Scariest Female Horror Villains of All Time, which was a Refinery29 article mm-hmm. or listicle 19 terrifying female horror movie villains who will give you nightmares for days 
again, a listicle from bustle.com. And then how Lovecraft Country uses Topsy and Bopsy to address racist caricatures. And that was on denofgeek.com. Okay. I couldn't find an author for that one. That's so, fun. <sighs> that is it. That is the top 10. I'm done. I get to sit back and fucking not sweat my tits <laughs> off for a minute. Well, I did not do a top 10. Okay, that's like, fine. I feel like this opens up for me to do a top 10. <laughs> it does. You know, I I love a top 10. I love I a listicle. Love a I love a top 10. I do too. Yes. I am not doing that today. Okay, that's fine. That. Yeah. <laughs> not even kind of. Okay. I'm doing just a straight up serial killer. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Old timey too. Fun, fun times. So I'm going to talk to you today about Daria Nikolavina Soltikova. Oh, first of all. <laughs> Cool fucking name. Right. Mm -hmm. Bad fucking person. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) She's in the Triangle of Blood with Madame LaLaurie. Okay. And Elizabeth Bathory. Oh. Who are both old timey women who killed a lot of people. A lot. A lot of people. She's probably the like lower end of the three. (laughs) She's she's not at the pinnacle. LaLaurie is. La, yeah. For sure. Oh, she's a, she's a, she's a fucking monster. In trash. fact, I contemplated doing her, and then I was like, I don't want to. I want Canada to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do her because she's gross. She's terrible. So, to begin, she was born Daria Ivanova on March 11th, 1730, into a Russian noble family. Mm hmm. Her father was Nikolai Ivanov, and her mother was Anna Ivanov. Ivanova. Oh, her mother gets a name. Good for her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's royal, so of course she does. Yeah. <laughs> she's in the records. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know. I feel like we've had... <laughs> yeah. Anyways. The family she was born into was relatively well-connected with influential families like the Davidovs, the Musin Pushkins, and the Tolstoys. <laughs> That's a lot of... Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was really put over the head by the Moose and Pushkins. <laughs> Moose and Pushkins. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm going to call Danny from now on. My little Mushkin Pushkin. <laughs> I don't think that's going to go for well. <laughs> and she'll call you Tolstoy. <laughs> <laughs> so not much is recorded about her early childhood, but it is known, however, that Daria was married at a young age to a man... Who I can't decide if his name is Gleb or Gleb. <laughs> Spelled G-L-E-B. I'm going to call him Gleb. Okay. And so she's married to Gleb Saltikov. Gleb's family was another noble family in Russia, but they were much better off. The family had land, mm. they had wealth, and a direct connection to the Russian throne. So she was moving on up. Mm-hmm. Together, Daria and Gleb had two <laughs> sons, Theodore and Nicholas. And the family stayed mostly under the radar of, like, the Russian politics going and all on. that. They're just yeah. living their wealthy-ass lives. Yeah. They were described as gloomy and pious. Ugh. Just not buzz how kills. I, They're yeah. buzzkills. <laughs> they kept to themselves <laughs> and were known to donate a lot to churches and monasteries. The uneventful marriage was short-lived, though, with Gleb passing away when Daria was just 26. Oh. Uh, his mother and grandmother lived in a nunnery. So Daria became the sole owner of a large fortune, and her husband's death made her the richest widow in Moscow. Oh, wow. So, like, she inherited a large estate, 
near Moscow called Tritskoy, where she lived with her two young sons and 600 serfs. Serfs? Mm-hmm. She had, oh, I didn't realize that we were in serf serfdom territory. Yeah. Okay. We're in serfdom territory right That's now. shitty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she still held a considerable amount of power in the time and was making regular donations, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. We don't care about this because she's not killing yet. So, <laughs> let's get to the good stuff. It's Halloween. <laughs> uh, so, fairly early in her widowhood, Daria crossed paths with a young and handsome man named Nikolay Tuchev. Ooh. They soon began a romance, and the companionship raised her spirits because she was very lonely. I bet it did. However, Uh-oh. this happiness was brief because she found out that Nikolai was having an affair <gasps> with a younger woman. <gasps> Dick. She's only 26, though. Oh, yeah. Oh. I think I think the younger woman was, like, 12. Oh! Yeah. Oh, no! <laughs> We're in serfdom time, so oh, it's gross. Oh, no, it's bad. Yeah. Kill him. Well, <laughs> so he married the younger woman uh-huh. secretly in a church. And Daria found out she was off the handle. Oh, and no. we found out how brutal she could be. Oh, dear. So, in a blind fury... She lashed out at both of them, nearly killed him, uh-huh. but then the event, he was able to escape. Uh-huh. Him and the wife escaped safe. They were, they went to a relative's estate in Moscow, and then from there, fled the region. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's very powerful and scary. Oh my god. Yeah. The escape would be successful. However, this made Daria very angry, bitter, and... Dun, dun, dun. Murderous. Yes. Yes. Whoa. This is what we keeks. This is what we came here for. It is spooky season. You're right. It's kind of sad. <laughs> want want. <laughs> so since the people that provoked her ire were gone, she turned her violence onto her serfs. Oh. Especially no. on the women and girls. No. Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So some historians debate whether the torturing began because of Nikolai and that whole event. But they definitely know that after this period, Uh she was killing. She was killing and murdering, left and right. Now, I've used the word serf a few times. Yeah. Let me take the time to explain what it is. Please do. (laughs) So, a serf had a similar standing in society to an enslaved person with some distinctions. So they couldn't be individually bought and sold like an enslaved person. Instead, their lives were intertwined with the land Mm -hmm. they were on. So when the land was sold, they were just, they came with the land Mm -hmm. and they would have new ownership. Most peasants were serfs at the time and they answered directly to the lords of the lands, having little rights to themselves. They typically did agricultural work, but they could also be expected to do whatever else they needed. Coal Mm. mines, kitchen work, laundry, all that. When it came to serfs, the younger they were, the more Daria hated them. Oh, man. Because she was left for a 12-year-old. Yeah. Oh, damn it. There was also no trigger to her cruelty. She would just become furious and unprovoked for no reason. On a fucking whim. On a whim. So at the beginning, the abuse towards her serfs wasn't anything out of the ordinary for mm-hmm. societal standards. Because they were b- treated poorly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she would beat the serf girls and women and no one took notice of it but things began to escalate oh dear so she began to throw logs at people then she <laughs> <laughs> sorry that's not, that's not actually 
actually that funny, but all I could think of was like a Highland game. <laughs> it's, it's not like a log. It's like a pole. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking chucking. But also the idea of like grabbing a log off the firewood pile mm-hmm. and just chucking it at somebody. Yeah. What? She also, I read in another article, but I didn't write it down, started keeping sticks in every room so that she would have something to beat people with in every room. Oh, my God. We have two of them. I got it. Hers and hers. (laughs) Well-equipped. She's throwing logs at them <laughs> and hitting them with sticks. Things started escalating quickly from there, and her true sadist nature came out. So she would torture children and pregnant women by beating them, sometimes oh. to death. Oh, no. She would whip them, sometimes to death, break people's bones, oh. sometimes to death. Oh, gosh. And or all of them. <laughs> yeah. Or she would order them to be left out in the forest naked to die. Oh, so no. remember... This is in Russia. So yeah. as you can imagine, kind of cult. And wolves. And there's bears. There's mm-hmm. bears in Russia, right? There's I think we've had... What? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Lines and oh, I see what you did there. You're funny. Technically, they are Siberian tigers. Oh well then. Oh shit! I've never even tigers in Russia. Russia. (laughs) There are tigers in Russia. Oh my god! My mind is blown. It makes sense. I just never thought of it. (laughs) Son of a bitch. Danny's gonna Google it now. (laughs) I believe it. I believe it too. Oh fuck me! They do. This was in back in the day. Yeah. There's a lot more tigers back then than there are now. Because humans hadn't quite gotten to them. (laughs) Yeah, because they were still afraid of being eaten by them. Shit. Where was I? Oh, tiger. Cold death. Yeah, cold death. death. But don't worry. She also deals in hot pain, (gasps) as she was also known to pour boiling water over the bodies of her victims as a way to torture them. Oh, my God. You wanted this. You said, get to this. I'm sorry. And here I am. I'm so sorry. Uh, After reading some specific incidences of her brutality, I also learned that sometimes she would force her victim's family members to partake in the torture. She sometimes didn't even do it herself. No. Yeah. Quick side note. Do not recommend reading into the specifics of her crime because it is nauseating and disturbing. (laughs) Noted. Yeah. Oof. So the serfs didn't take the abuse quietly and began reporting the crimes. To who? To the people above Daria. Oh, okay. <laughs> How, she's just a woman. <laughs> That's just fair. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, their reporting had no effect, obviously, because she was a powerful woman yeah. who had connections, and she used these connections. At best, the complaints from the serfs were ignored. At worst, they received horrible consequences because they told on her. Yep. Oh, snitches get stitches and also beaten with logs. Yeah. Oof. And put outside. (laughs) 
and maybe hot water on them. Oh, yeah. That one's bad. She didn't make a habit of killing men. That was like famously, she only killed women and children. Well, I cannot be tolerating this. Yeah. She killed three men accidentally. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> instead, though, when she was displeased with men, she would then kill or torture the women that they loved. Why? Oh, my God. She's terrible. She's terrible. She's the worst. Oh, my gosh. So one of her serfs, who is named Ermelay Ilian, over the course of her reign of terror, mm-hmm. lost three wives. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. So the murder of his third wife must have really pushed him to the breaking point, rightfully so. Because in the summer of 1762, he and one other man fled from the estate to go to St. Petersburg, where they could bring a petition outlining Daria's crimes to Empress Catherine II. Oh, okay. Going straight to the top. Hell yeah. Empress Catherine, don't fuck this up. (laughs) Well, this is good timing, because Catherine, who would later be known in history as Catherine the Great. (gasps) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. She was on a mission to bring Russia into a more modern era. Notably, she gave some rights to serfs. She didn't go too crazy. (laughs) I mean, come on. I mean. So she forbade any undue cruelty Mm -hmm. towards them and allowed serfs to speak out about injustices, whereas previously they couldn't. Hallelujah. So they were already telling on her, right? Mm -hmm. It's just that Russia's a real big country. Sure is, yeah. So enforcing it was difficult and most of the country was just continuing on Mm -hmm. as they were Mm -hmm. catherine hearing this petition about daria decided that this is a good opportunity to show others that she was serious about stopping cruelty towards serfs so she ordered the college of justice to begin an investigation regarding the accusations of torture and murder Mm -hmm. furthermore she was going to try her publicly oh because she was setting an example, and there will be consequences. Hell yeah, there will. We like Catherine. Yes, we do. For now. I, I mean, don't. I don't know if she did. I mean, that'd be a good, actually. In context. some One of us should do Catherine the Great. Okay. Because I actually don't know much about her, except for maybe she... She's the one who fucked a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Russian woman who was known to have slept with a horse, but it also might have been a lie. I'm not Googling it. Did Catherine the Great and down here really sleep with a horse? There it is. It might. I see. I still need to look into him because I don't know much about Catherine the Great. (laughs) But I feel like it might have been a rumor made up because she was a woman in power. Of course. Or she honest to God slept with a horse. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Thank you for fact-checking Danny. She did not. It was a rumor that was spread, but it is something that a lot of people talk about. It's I, not like I was just like... <laughs> I literally have never heard this in my... My face is so hot right now because I'm, I'm so shaken by the words that just came out of you and that Danny Googled it. I don't know... 
listen. <laughs> Can we move on? Yeah, of course. Where was I? Tried publicly. Okay. <laughs> Daria was arrested in 1762. Good. And was held for six years while the College of Justice investigated. As you can imagine, not many victims or witnesses were coming forward to give evidence because they were very, very traumatized. Yeah. And when people tried to report it before, it didn't turn out great. Yeah. Dunsies. So it was a hard time, mm-hmm. which is probably why it took six years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the witness reports that they were able to get and the evidence and records at the estate, they counted as many as 138 suspicious deaths. Wow. Yeah. The youngest was a girl who was 10. Oh. Mm, And this was over the period of six to seven years. So it's like a very short period of time. Wow. For a lot of. She just. And that's just the ones that they had suspicion. Like, that's not even. They didn't prove 138. Yeah. It was 138 suspicious that they were able to, like, kind of see. Yeah. But it's probably much more. Oh, absolutely. So they tried to get her to confess, but she was absolutely sure she wouldn't be punished, so she didn't talk. Mm-hmm. And apparently paperwork was filed mm-hmm. to ask permission to torture her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that was turned down. And then they had a priest come and try and talk to her and to giving a confession mm-hmm. because she was known to be a pious woman. Mm-hmm. However, not even he could make her talk. Mm, how convenient. Yeah. In the end, she was still found guilty. But only of having killed 38 women. Only? Only 38? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, she's terrible. (laughs) She's the worst. But she was unrepentant of her terrible deeds and also deemed fully sane for the whole thing. So the only thing left to decide was how to punish her. Mm -hmm. So Russia had abolished the death penalty in 1754. So that was out of the question. And Catherine also didn't want to go too far because Daria was a noble Uh and she was worried she'd offend other nobles if she did anything that was too much. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in 1768, Catherine decided on her fate. So Daria was chained to a platform in Moscow for one whole hour with a sign around her neck that said, this woman has tortured and murdered. Short and to the point. Many people came to see the display because that's just what people did back then for fun. (laughs) Netflix. What are you going to (laughs) do? After the hour was up, she was sent to imprisonment in the Ivanovsky convent in Moscow. Okay. Which was a notorious place where many nobles sent their wily women, quote unquote, Uh to be imprisoned against their will. Hmm. So that, (laughs) in my mind, that ranges from homosexuality to killing 138 people Ooh, all in the same place. That's not good. <laughs> Holy Fine. shit. So the, what would happen is the aristocratic families would make donations to the monastery in exchange for the service of keeping their people. So this was probably the perfect place for Daria. And it was not a nice place. Good. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> she doesn't fucking deserve it. Yeah. Well, we'll see some snapshots into her life. <laughs> the little <laughs> scenarios. <laughs> so I'll just I'll skip right to it. Okay. Because I only had one sentence in between. Snapshots of her life. Mm-hmm. Picture this. Dungeon. Very dirty. Ooh. You can't clean it up even if you wanted to. Nope. Because your hands are chained. Ooh. And your feet are chained. You try to find a silver lining because you're like, oh, no, what am I going to do? I'm going to be here for so long. Mm-hmm. Well, how about this? It's also pitch black. You don't know what light is. There are no windows. So you can't see the mess. Mm. So you're suffering. No. Still. Okay. 
Picture this. Oh, God. You're starving. Uh-huh. A nun comes in with food and a candle like she does every day. Uh-huh. This is the only face you have been able to see because you live your life in darkness, oh, except God. for mealtime when you get a candle. It's nasty shit again, but who cares? Down the gullet. You need it. <laughs> <laughs> you finish. The nun takes the light. You're just in darkness again. Oh, my God. Okay. Last one. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you are listening to the church service outside in a bush. Because you've been banned from entering churches. This blows. You miss people. You are suffering. <laughs> so she stayed there in uh-huh. the windowless, pitch black, pitch black room. dark, disgusting room for 11 years. <gasps> when she got out, she was bat shit, wasn't she? she sure Holy was. shit. So... <laughs> So she was there for 11 years, but after the 11 years, she wasn't free. Yeah. So in 1779, they just moved her to a room with one shuttered window. No. Which she used the window for a few pastimes. First, spitting at people. <laughs> Second, screaming at people. <laughs> and last one, shoving sticks through the window at people who are walking by. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, people were unsure if she did this because she hated everybody. Or she was in the darkness for 11 years. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Solidary confinement. She probably just, that brain melted. Yeah. Legitimately. So she spent 23 years in the room with a shuttered window. And then she died on November 27th, 1801 at 71 years old. Oh my Lord. Yeah. She was buried at the Donskoy Monastery where she previously bought a plot for her and her eldest son, uh-huh. who died the same year as her. Really? Yeah. I thought that was creepy. Oh, I don't like that at all. Yeah. Good Lord. So that's her. She's a bad person. Can we get some sage up in here? I feel like we need to, like, get her bad energy out of this room. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, it's all bad. Mm-mm. Oh, it's all bad. It's all bad. No. She's bad. My sources today. (laughs) Murderpedia. Excellent. Wikipedia. An article called Meet Daria Saltikova, the Russian blood countess who slaughtered 138 of her serfs for fun by Andrew Milne. Good Lord. And then there was a website called historyofrussia.ru, and it was all in Russian, but I clicked a translate button. (laughs) But then I couldn't really navigate how to find out who wrote it or what. Gotcha. So... Yeah. That was my source. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Yay. Oh, that was terrible. (laughs) Yay. Much appreciated. That was horrid. (laughs) Great. Fun times, everyone. Thanks. I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, friends, that's all we got for this week. (laughs) Wrapping up Oaky Spooky Season. Mm -hmm. With a very kind of... It was a scary episode. Dark. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, literally. I'm more than once in that episode. (laughs) 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 Oh, scary things, terrible things. All bad. Now let's go eat some candy. Yes, more candy. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) to be perfectly clear, more. (laughs) Gotta get the candy corns. Yeah, oh, the candy corns. Mm -hmm. And those little bueno things. Yeah. Oh, shit, girl. All right. Well. If you liked what you heard, mm-hmm. go ahead and uh, wherever you're listening to this, leave us a five-star rating and review us. 
and also subscribe to this channel so you can always just get updates on it. Yeah. If you would like to follow us on social media, our Facebook and Instagram are that Brad's Got Moxie and our Twitter is Brad's Got Moxie. That's right. And like Kiana mentioned at the beginning, <laughs> if you have suggestions or comments, you can email us at thatbroadsgotmoxie at gmail.com. And that's it. That's all we got for you. Have a have a happy Halloween, friends, and to the spooky bye. Music by Sage Krenning. Cover art by Vinny Navarrete. Produced and edited by Danielle Barsanti. Side effects of listening to this podcast may include excessive moxie, zero tolerance for the patriarchy, sass mouth, excessive sweating, tipsy tittering, desire to stick into the metaphorical man, fear of cats, empowering women, clammy hands and feet, the inability to do math, lack of patience for the bullshit, thirst for knowledge, questioning the system, cravings for bougie chicken, vodka, and justice, and in some cases can cause death on hills.